0: Welcome back to the Seen and Not Heard podcast, the podcast that is your weekly dirty little secret, which is fine by me as long as you keep it. I'm Melrose, your host, and this is season two, episode four. Today is August 15th, 2019, and in 19 days from now, I will be boarding a plane to fly five hours south to Colombia. I'm going to be spending time with somebody that I met in Barcelona and fell in love with. It is so strange to even write this down for the episode, but it's even stranger to hear myself say it out loud. I'm sure you all have a lot of questions, so I'm going to start this story back from the beginning. In June, when I was attending Gumball 3000 with Fancentro. I wasn't the only model in attendance, there were many other girls, some with huge names and some I never heard of personally. Like I told you in episode 2, all of the models I met in Gumball were super welcoming. I felt at home right away and I genuinely felt like I made friends. After all, you are spending a little over a week with these people and you're participating in experiences that few others you meet in life are going to be able to relate to so it's easy to form bonds under those conditions. One night, the entire Friend Central crew, models and employees from behind the scenes came out to dinner as a group. We went to the Gatsby in Barcelona for dinner and a show. It was a really cool experience and the company there was phenomenal. The Gatsby serves food as singers perform modified musical numbers on and off throughout the night then, after the show is quote unquote over, the entire restaurant pretty much turns into a scene from a nightclub. There are giant bottles of alcohol and sparklers, the whole shebang. I'm not much of a drinker, so I just danced with the other girls and enjoyed myself. One of the other models, Agata, danced next to me most of the night. We laughed and people watched, and before we knew it, the night was over. We were all headed to our rentals in preparation for an early morning. The next day, we had a huge photo shoot for Fancentro's swag collection in this beautiful studio in the middle of town. All the models were there, and we shot six hours worth of photo and video content. I remember watching all of the girls shoot while I took behind-the-scenes footage for Fancentro's social media platforms. When Agata went up to shoot with this other Russian model, I couldn't take my eyes off of her. She came alive in front of the camera. It was amazing to see, because Agata didn't speak a word of Russian, and the Russian model didn't speak a word of Spanish. However, with no chemistry and no communication, Agata interacted with the other model as if they'd been friends for years. She put the other model at ease, and the photos they shot together for Friend Centro were incredible. I remember being really impressed with her, the way that she carried herself and her professionalism After the shoot, the models parted ways. I went with Agata and the other Colombian models to grab food because we were starving. At lunch, I mainly spoke with Andrea since she spoke fluent English compared to Agata and the other Colombian model, Tori. Andrea and I talked about my husband and her own relationship, and she translated things to Agata and Tori on my behalf and vice versa. It was a really nice lunch. And I was happy to get to know the Colombian models as they were the ones that I hadn't been easily able to communicate with. When we had some downtime at our rentals, many of us just napped or worked, but before we knew it, we were all meeting up to grab dinner with the group. Dinner was delicious, as were all of our meals in Europe, but this dinner took place at this beautiful restaurant across from a marina. I actually took photos of the marina and sent them to my husband because he loves boats and he loves restaurants on the water. When we left dinner, some of the girls decided to go out, but myself and the Colombians decided to call it a night. We had a lot of trouble getting taxis in Barcelona the entire time we were there. There never seemed to be enough, no matter what time of day it was. So after waiting around for taxis for about 15 minutes, we decided to wave down some of those bicycle taxis and take those instead. Agata and I were in one, and Andrea and Tori took the other. The driver was hilarious and decided to turn the entire experience into a roller coaster ride. Agata and I were holding on for our lives and laughing the entire ride home. I remember thinking, why would anyone take regular taxis when these are so much more fun? (laughs) When we all arrived home, I decided I would attempt to do some laundry before bed since the night was still kind of young. I gathered all my things and I took them into the kitchen where I had seen a small washing machine. I threw my clothes in the washer and I took off what I was wearing and threw it in as well. It probably sounds strange to you guys listening, but in a house full of all, all adult industry women, me standing in the kitchen naked doing laundry was beyond normal. Was probably the only thing normal that happened in that house. The only thing that wasn't normal, in fact, was the markings on the washing machine. They were all in Spanish. I know a lot of Spanish, but I needed help with this one. I had heard someone walking down the hall, so I poked out my head, and it was Agata. Perfect. She knew Spanish, and she could help me. I asked her to come in, and she looked at the washer. Turns out, we both were completely lost. What she was reading didn't make sense to her either. I told her that the only thing I couldn't figure out was where to put the laundry soap. I had found one compartment, but I didn't want to put soap in the wrong place. She looked around and said, Yes, I think it goes there. There's nowhere else. So I poured the soap and started the washer. Then we both turned around to leave the kitchen and we immediately noticed a washing machine tucked behind the entranceway. We both looked at each other and burst into laughter as we realized I just put soap in a dryer. It was hilarious and a moment that I will never forget. In retrospect, I should have been a little bit brighter at this moment, because a lot of Colombians don't actually use dryers, they dry all of their clothes on a line. I could have probably recruited better help for this scenario. I spent the next few hours doing laundry, and I chatted with my husband over FaceTime before falling asleep. The next day, we had to attend the Barcelona starting grid, and a neon party that Vencentro was hosting with Gumball that night. The grid was a disaster. The city of Barcelona shut the entire thing down over permits, and we had to improvise. My boss cat decided it'd be cool to take the subway and hand out swag and stickers along the way, and then get off and meet the gumball cars street side. All the models piled into the subway, giving out hats and t-shirts and stickers. I taught a few of the girls how to airdrop their Snapchat coats to random strangers when they're in crowded places. And by the time we exited, pretty much the entire train was following us on Snapchat. Then we went home and we got ready for the neon party. All the models wore their coolest neon outfits and we got to mingle for the first time with the gumballers. The music that night was amazing and we were lucky enough to have multiple bottle service tables at our disposal. I poured some of the girls' drinks, but I got I didn't want one. I remember thinking, that's great, this is awesome, another sober girl, like me. So I figured I'd just hang out with her most of the night because we both loved to dance and didn't need to drink to have a good time. We danced for hours, alone next to each other at first, but as the night went on, we kept getting closer. When we were dancing, I felt like there was so much tension between us, it kind of felt like we were being pulled together like magnets. And that had happened. I'm not sure how or who did it, but we kissed. I honestly didn't think too much of it at the time. I mean, I've kissed other girls, usually just to gain some guy's attention, and I've done content with other women, so I guess it wasn't that out of the ordinary. But I couldn't tell if we were just being girls, or if what I was feeling was sexual tension and chemistry between us. I mean, I had watched this woman manufacture chemistry on demand with that Russian model at the shoot the other day, so I just assumed that I was reading way too much into something that didn't exist, and went on with my night. Agata knew I was married, and she would help turn guys away when they approached me to dance or if they lingered too long. She'd pretend that I was hers, and they needed to leave me alone. I thought it was adorable. I told her that I was gonna run to the restroom and she insisted on going with. We waited in line talking and laughing and the stall opened up. When it did, I went to go inside and Agata slammed open the door. (laughs) She grabbed my face and she kissed me. She said that she'd be waiting outside the bathroom and then abruptly left. I just stood there for a moment, picking my jaw off off the floor. The first thing I remember thinking was, I guess I was right. There is something going on here. I took out my cell phone and I immediately text messaged my husband. Are girlfriend's okay? I asked him. <laughs> and from halfway around the world, he replied, for you or for me? <laughs> I told him he was really funny and I meant for me. He said it's okay with me as long as you feed her and take her on walks. And that's pretty much how this whole thing started. Agata and I were inseparable for the rest of the gumball trip. I remember the next morning, after the Nian party, Agata, myself, and Gia, another model, were getting into our taxi to go to the airport for the next gumball stop, and Agata made Gia switch seats with her in the taxi so that we could sit next to each other. It was such a strange feeling, but I was happy about it. We held hands in the taxi the entire ride to the airport, And I just, I remember thinking, who am I right now? This is so out of character for me. I've had encounters with women, but it's only ever been for work. It was acting. I had never truly been attracted to another woman in any kind of sexual manner. I have never had any doubts about my sexuality. I couldn't figure out if I was bisexual or straight, and Agata was just some sexy exception to the rules. We spent the entire time at the airport talking and learning about each other. I talked a lot about my husband and our lives in Tennessee, and she told me about her upbringing and her family in Colombia. Then she boarded her plane, and later I'd board mine, and we'd reunite in Ibiza for the last leg of our gumball experience. Ibiza is when things got really interesting. We were basically a couple the entire time, and everyone treated us as such. We did photo shoots together, shared a room, and our boss, Kat, even helped arrange for us to go to dinner alone one night as like a date. When we got to dinner, we sat side by side in a corner booth, we talked, and we laughed at our very poorly translated stories, and we were constantly holding hands or kissing each other. I did notice we drew a lot of attention, and I suppose I can understand why. But this was also my first experience on a date with someone of the same sex, and I was not there to be putting on a show for other people. I was genuinely enjoying someone's company. I wondered if that's what it's always like for people who are homosexual. Do they just always feel stared at for being the way that they are? The rest of the gumball trip was sensational. I vividly remember one night at a party at the main villa in Ibiza, sitting down on the couch because my feet were killing me, and just taking a moment to people watch. I watched Agata closely. The way she interacted with others, her body language and her facial expressions. She was so endearing. She was one of those special women that could be seductively sexy and adorably cute all at the same time. I loved watching her dance. Not only did she dance in a way that highlighted how attractive she was but she danced in a way that told the story of what the lyrics were saying in the music. Every so often she would break her concentration and look over at me and blow kisses and I would smile. Then one of the guys would sit next to me and tell me how lucky I was to have her and they'd follow it up with and how lucky she is to have you. The memories I made with Agata were amazing and it sounds crazy but when she left me at the airport, my heart hurt. Tears went down my cheek, wondering what would be next for us. I was sad that this magical experience was over, and I was sad because I wasn't sure what would come of our week-long romance. Now, 56 days later, I'm sitting here writing this episode. Agata and I talk on a daily basis, and I leave in 19 days to go visit her in Colombia. My husband knows about the relationship with Agata and Agata knows about my husband. I have made a very conscious effort to be open and honest with everyone. My husband obviously takes priority to me. If at any point he wanted things to come to an end with Agata, I would respect that. But it would also break my heart. My husband has met Agata over our many FaceTime calls, and him and I are constantly discussing different ways we can make our unique love triangle work. Right now, many things are up in the air. Agata and I have talked about the fact that I cannot offer her a future that I believe she deserves, and she understands and respects my marriage. But I have since come to decide that you can, in fact, love two different people simultaneously. You just love them both in different ways. I guess we're all just taking everything one day at a time. And right now, I just look forward to seeing what the future holds. For all three of us. I'm Melrose, and this has been Season 2, Episode 4 of the Seam and Not Heard Podcast. Huge thank you this week to Andrea Met. Andrea Matt is a photographer that I met at the Miami House of Centro event, who also shot me and Nagata in Gumball 3000. Andrea, thank you for the gorgeous photos. They are a moment frozen in time that I will never forget. Thank you. Want to be an individual sponsor of the podcast? All you have to do is go to anchor.fm forward slash Melrose and click support the podcast to donate whatever amount per month to help fund more episodes like today's. You can also submit your very own voice message to me and then possibly be featured on the show. Check out this voice message I got yesterday from a fellow podcaster and cam girl. Hi Mel, I am Carmel Delicious, the host of The Real Unfiltered, and I'm also a webcam model. I was just scoping through here on Anchor, and I happened to come across your podcast, and it was just so nice for me to actually see another webcam model on here. I'm not so alone. Positive vibes to you. Bye. Thanks for the voice message, Carmel. I'm going to get in touch with you on social, and we're definitely going to collab. next week on the scene and not heard podcast i actually have a really special guest coming on for the next episode but because of a certain situation i can't say too much about them so to close out this episode i'm going to leave the options open and see if any of you can guess who the next guess is tweet me your guesses at melrose tv on twitter and if you're right i'll feature you in the thank you segment of the next episode good luck y'all